This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Golden Bachelor recap podcast, hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. Not best friends. Kathy and Teresa. We got some drama. We got a little drama. A little, a little gossip. A little something. Just a little, a little taste. Something. Just a taste. A little t- <laughs> just, a t- just a taste. Not too much. It was a familiar recipe. It was a familiar recipe. And that's kind of why I had a stomach for it. I was curious to see how this age cohort <laughs> would react to something we've seen a lot. A cocktail party. So-and-so Someone's is, maybe, thinks they got it in the bag. Yeah, you know, someone just talking a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Feeling too good about themselves, about their relationship. Talking about it in a way that lets you know that they think their relationship is on another level than yours. In the leads. And that can be frustrating for those around the house. Sure, sure. That well, and some meanness and the, the, with the rumors. About <laughs> <laughs> <Not> her husband's. <laughs> um, Kathy formed a Big Brother alliance. Well, we're right I love the it. Episode. it. She I made the it. alliance. It was fabulous. I love it. Asking. Okay. <laughs> You're asking, we're telling. That's a funny tagline because nobody asked. They were just telling. <laughs> Nobody's asking. <laughs> they were telling unprompted, unsolicited. We'll tell you what we think. <laughs> we will tell you what we think. If you name your alliance, already you've got me on, or your group, have, I'm on your side. I'll hear these you ladies out have an alliance in the house. <laughs> Do you think they're just like Big Brother fans, or maybe, maybe you got some old mm-hmm. Challenge fans in there, and they're just like, you said, you know what? Let's make an alliance. <laughs> let's get let's get together and really set this thing let's off on reality TV. I'll be the leader. Yeah. April, you're the secretary. Susan, Kathy, and Nancy. Asking. No Askin. spoilers. I think Nancy's gone now. So now it's just ask. Is Nancy gone? We'll find out when we get to our notes at the end. But I think you Nancy ask, is we gone. tell. Mm-hmm. Period. You just change it a little bit. That's the beauty of asking. You still have the the core of the word. You still have the core of asking. You don't need the end. If anybody needed to go, it was the end. The end makes it bad. Ask yeah. is a word. Asking, you're missing some letters there. 
Well, I thought I thought whose name starts with I, Ingrid. <laughs> I didn't. I was missing the I to begin with. Uh, asking th- this alliance formed because Kathy is jealous of Teresa's one on one date. That's why this started. <laughs> so she starts ripping on her outfits. Kathy, of course, rips on Teresa's outfits. The yep. tone was set early. They're setting as much as they can do in an hour on a show as wholesome as this. They're setting up a villain situation here. I have thoughts on that at the very end. Okay, stay tuned. My thoughts, stay tuned. And for my power rankings, was there big movement? Will Teresa fall from the top now that we know? Uh, there had to be big movement. There were some big things happened. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. <laughs> okay. I think Jesse is going to have more fun this season. He already is just thrilled. Every time he walks in the room, he's so, he feels much more appreciated. There's no, this is an enthusiastic yeah. audience that isn't too cool mm-hmm. for school. So he shows up and goes, guess what? I've got dates. And they're, they treat him like... <laughs> you know, God's gift to the bachelor. That's just they're thrilled Which to see is. him. He loves it. Did you notice they've I think they've I think they've just gotten rid of the date cards. Yeah, the at little the too request of the women. The date yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the request, hey, We're you know, Jesse, can you we we wanted to have a talk with you before this date. Before you tell cards. us what's going on, well, we've decided we just don't. We're not interested in date cards, and that's how we're moving going forward. <laughs> There's no date cards this episode. There's no date cards. <laughs> There's like four dates. Yeah. <laughs> Once Gary found out that some people were excluded from the last group date, he put his foot down. And now I would expect yeah. everyone is on every group date going forward. That's my expectation. Mm-hmm. Gary's Gary doesn't like leaving people out of anything in life. No. He's the type of guy. If you're not included, it brings great pain in to here. him. Yeah, exactly. Get him in here. Type All of these people will be invited to his wedding with whoever it's with. With oh, Teresa, for, with somebody else, they're all for invited. For certain. Yeah, for certain. The group date is a talent show hosted by Caitlin Bristow. Bachelor royalty. I would say so. She's hosted the show. Mm-hmm. Been a well, lead. Yeah. I, put, I remember on the pyramid, I put her right behind. She's one of the big three that I said, Hannah, her. Jojo. That's right. Those are the big three. That's just off the top of your head. Royalty. Yeah. Yeah. There's concern for Joan and from Joan, who is talentless. No talent to share. Well, a big thing that talented people, wise talented people do is they say they don't have a talent when they really do. You play it cool, but then you actually do have a talent. That's pretty impressive. A lot of uh, these talents were people doing something for the first time specifically sandra and maybe some others so i'm not even sure (laughs) the winner of the talent show gets a one-on-one dinner with gary which i count as a one-on-one date because the one-on-one dates are really short this Mm one-on-one dinner was about the same length it seemed i I count this as an unofficial one-on-one this is a one-on-one i agree yeah so you don't Sa- think these you weren't impressed by these talents? Didn't impress you I didn't much? Say I, was, I didn't say I wasn't impressed. I'm saying people were doing things they admittedly had never done before, which oh, if you're okay. ge- gearing up for a talent show is odd to me. Sandra's <laughs> talent was stand-up comedy, and she's like, I've never <laughs> done any of this. So well, that's a strange thing to exhibit at a talent show. <laughs> Sandra was controlling of this. This was a consistent theme she did very good. <laughs> she was controlling it. They all just got up there and did it because yeah, this is really like, embarrassment is less relevant to you when you're trying to start a burgeoning, when you're not trying to do a burgeoning career in 
influencing when you're 25? In terms of the graph, as your age goes up, your how much you care about embarrassment goes down. I think it's a one-to-one linear relationship. One-to-one. Absolutely. I would guess it might teeter off at the end. Sandra was controlling. I wouldn't say it was a good joke, she told. But yeah, probably not. How she was controlling the stage and her presence on that stage made it a good set. And perhaps ease others' fears about going up there and mm-hmm. uh, karate Susan, not nervous. Susan's never nervous, nervous. And I think she's probably, if I were to guess, the fan favorite right now, the non romantic fan factor, Chris Jenner. Mm. She just witty lines, funny activities and gags. The credit scene was her talking about farting. It was she's just a good friend. I think Karate Susan is a, mm-hmm. I have to imagine, a popular figure. I can see that. Ellen did some sex ed, or at least talked about how she does sex ed in real life. I don't know if she this actually is, did. I, I don't know. This was a whole like comedy sex ed present, comedy hour type of deal. Mm-hmm. And she also controlled the stage mm-hmm. in a way that not everyone can do. Nancy flipped whipped cream somehow. Well, you put the whipped cream on. You put the whipped cream on your hand. You hit your forearm. It f- makes your arm go up, and then you got to catch the whipped cream. You've you've seen that online. You've seen the people do no, that. No, I haven't. It's pretty and tough. Also, like, congrats on putting something from your hand into your mouth. I'm not that. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, I mean, you cool- might as well toss a piece of popcorn in the air and caught it in your mouth. What? Congratulations. Well, the cool thing. The the funny thing to do. I don't want to cross Is asking, you- but I wasn't. Nancy didn't do it for me. <laughs> I don't want to ask well, him on the bad side. They're like not gone. So <laughs> yeah. the the funny thing to do online, at least, they think it's whip. You do whipped cream for yourself. You put some mayo on their hand. They don't realize they need a scoop of mayo. That's just a thing you can do. Rim, just a heads up. So, so you, <laughs> how do you get the whipped cream? How do you get the mayonnaise on their hand without them noticing and feeling well, that it's sh- not whipped cream? Um, I don't know. That's not. I don't ask you don't ask questions on pranks that you see online, Rim. You just laugh at the gag. You're thinking too much into it. What a prank. <laughs> Maybe some shaving cream. Anything. Got a little preview of Gary's bachelor party as well. Some solo time on stage. Lap dance from Leslie. <laughs> what did you make of this? Leslie's dancing was putting a little fear in the rest of the ladies mm-hmm. uh the rest of the ladies' hearts. Impressive. How can she move like that? I can't do that. Those feelings were all over the women's faces. The ending where she said, I bake too, I felt like that was maybe too much. You already had a good performance. You don't need to. It just felt like Gary isn't into braggadociousness, Mm -hmm. if I were to guess. Perhaps that was the bridge. That was a bridge too far that I bake as well. Do you think the dancing was a little too much for Gary? What are your thoughts there? My assumption is yes, but I'm not Mine in too. the I'm not in the man's mind. <laughs> Mine too. I think he probably enjoyed it. If you were to ask him beforehand, what would be your number one thing? I'm not sure he would say. I would love it if one of these fine young ladies gave me a lap dance in front of the group. I don't think that's what he would have identified. Agreed. Joan, the unconfident Joan, must go after. Leslie. Well, they they did they did a great job. They cut to commercial. It was like a you know. Tough time to be talentless. Yeah. We'll be back after the break. Would hate to go type after of situation. <laughs> Would hate to be Joan. And Joan's sitting there like, I don't I have nothing. anything. I got no- I didn't think she was going on stage. They did a great job of teasing this. <laughs> this was where someone would go in the back and cry and have to be comforted by exactly. others. 
Exactly. That's what I would expect here. But nope, Joan wrote a poem. It had it all, I would say. It started with a joke. The, the name was a joke. There was some laughs, some cries, some sweetness in there. It pulled on the heartstrings. It did. It was titled, I Hope You Don't Vomit on Your Shoes. Gary almost fell out of his seat backwards from laughing. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was tickled to death. Great. Great delivery. There were oohs and ahs from like heartwarming moments. There. there were some ahs. A-W-W. There was laughter, obviously. Knee slappers. It, it had it all. Mm-hmm. It was a great poem. Start to finish. Some of you out there probably thought Hornball Gary was going to take Leslie to dinner. <laughs> Not me. I knew he'd take Joan. I thought he's taking Joan too, yeah. <laughs> Even Leslie acknowledged Gary... How do you turn that down? Someone who's not used to being in the spotlight, like myself, Leslie. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Jones' one-on-one uh, prize slash date? What did you think of the length of the dates on this episode? Well, they only got an hour, Rim. They were too we short. A lot of I stuff. don't care. There were too short. These dates were ninety seconds or less. Some of them. we got we got no time. It was it wasn't even a full commer- in between commercials situation. It was come back. Joan does her whole poem thing, which lasted about five minutes, and then we went to the date, and then there was a commercial. It didn't even get a full segment of the show, the date, and there's only one date this episode. It was Two. short, very short, too Two, short. You're forgetting the second date because it was even oh, shorter. Oh, the one-on-one, yeah, yeah. They're all short. It's going to be short. Short, 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 It's going to be short. <laughs> they discuss Gary's dating as a widower a little bit. Uh, no one-size-fits-all time frame after loss. Everyone said a year would be a magic number for him. It doesn't work like that. Joan also mentions her daughter's recent baby and the decision to come on the show and do something. Got a new granddaughter. Figured I'll I'll do this for myself. Go on a little adventure. First time in my life I'm going to do something for myself. Interesting comment based on what happened later. It turned out it might have been too much to bear. This adventure. Mm -hmm. And that was that. That was the date. Get the next thing we know, we're toasting and uh, did we see, even see? Did we see a kiss? I don't even remember. We saw a little. What I described as a little, little peck? smooch. A smooch. A little smooch. More than a peck. Oh, definitely more than a peck. A smooch. Okay. A peck was what happened at the end of the next conversation, which mm. was a cursory. Mm. This is it, peck. Yeah. The next morning, uh, how quickly did you know what how this was going to play out? As soon as I saw that phone in her hand, I knew she was it's gone. Over. You only get that phone if you're if something, an emergency happened. If you come back, if we come back from a commercial break and someone is not only on the phone, but on the phone with no music being played, you're toast. They're going home and they're going to be sad about it. Mm-hmm. Joan has decided to leave after that date to be with her daughter after what sounds like a difficult delivery. Revealing this news to the group, first to two heartbreaks. Joan comes in and lets them know that she has to leave, and Chris Jenner says, but you just had a connection, and that made everything worse. That made it all worse for her. <laughs> Joan, maybe. It'd but be you one really thing just if you had, had a no connection. connection. Yeah. But, but you just had one. She's like, okay, lead, yeah, honey. I know. You're in the lead. That's why I'm crying. That's why I'm crying. Why, why did you say that? <laughs> Cut to Gary on cloud nine. Joan is waiting for him outside, and Gary pulls up in the Gucci loafers. <laughs> Offset Gary. 
<laughs> the thing is, they're not Gucci. They're actually from Kohl's. 40% off. <laughs> anyway, this was a tough breakup. I had to pause it when Gary got choked up. I was... I. I need a little warning Rim. if Gary's going to cry. I pause. When Gary hurts, we hurt. <laughs> it's true. It's as simple as that. When that man feels pain, I feel pain. Deep down inside. It hurts me. There's a voodoo element to Gary. There is. <laughs> he was dancing. He said he got out of bed this morning and danced like Jason yeah. Weaver in Summertime Switch. He just could not believe his <laughs> lot in life after that date with Joan. This knocked him on his ass. You want to talk about that cinnamon knocking him on his ass? This knocked him on his ass. Yeah. I just I was caught off guard by how affected I was by an episode three departure. The third hour of this season, I was welling Someone up with tears. That you didn't even think what was a good connection with him. Still don't. Never did at any point. But I Gary it was literally only hurt. because Gary was sad. I don't I, like to yeah, see him. I cry. hear you. I hate seeing Gary sad. I really do. And that's why the rest of the season, it's going to be a tearjerker. It yeah. really is. It's going to be difficult. When he says that line about this hurts almost as bad as his wife, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to come back from that. What, I can't imagine what's going on. That has become the, this fence jump for this season. It's definitely what a is fence that jump. About? What is it's that an about? Actu- it's a, an important fence jump, though. Not a gimmick for the cameras. This, yeah. is, a real, this is the real fence jump. The fence jump of his heart. Yeah, exactly. They kiss goodbye. Um, I just don't want to spend a lot of time on this. This was sad. And it, There's uh, a moral compass we both share after she explains that she needs to go for her daughter. And sometimes the right thing to do is the hardest. Gary understands. He's hurt, but he understands. He understands. He almost understood too well. Later, he seemed to get over it before I did. Later, he was like, well, we're on to Cincinnati. Well, whatever her name was is gone. We got to keep it moving. And I was like, Gary, I, I teared up about this. <laughs> were you faking it? Fake Gary? <laughs> anyway, I felt uh, I felt bad. And when he was alone on that bench, I just felt like, yeah, I felt terrible. We need to get Jesse in there. A man needs a hand on his shoulder. He needed somebody to comfort him. Somebody. The way he comforts others so often in life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I felt better, though. Joan said her heart may have been fixed by Gary. That's the thing about Gary, Rim. He's yeah. out here changing lives. Even if he sends you home, your life has changed for the better. What if... Can you see potential Golden Bachelorette for her Joan? with the storyline of I've never done something for myself? Her daughter feels really bad. Them, I think a lot of them would say that. I don't think that's a unique to Joan situation. I know, but she said it. So she's she made the claim to it? She's claimed it. No one else can say that. Yeah, that's her right brand. <laughs> that's yeah. her thing now. Oh, be quiet, I'm Kathy. just saying that's a good, <laughs> good storyline yeah. for the Golden Bachelorette is I never put myself... I'm, self, I'm the selfless mother and grandmother. Sure. I, even I lost the show. my chance at love. I lost my chance yeah, at love. My, my probably my last chance at love. I lost my last chance at love. Now... I'm taking this step and doing something for me finally. That would be something, something I need. I, I need more juice. I, I haven't seen enough juice or charisma out of Not Joan. enough juice. Yeah, that's true. But the, on paper, it's a great storyline. You know who I think should be the next Golden Bachelor? Who? Neil Lane. Talk about mm. someone who's been so Is selfless for so long. I don't. Th- I think he's single. I googled it to make sure. <laughs> I would love to see Neil Lane pick out rings he from might, Gary. He might be. He might be too flashy. 
for the show. <laughs> I know he would drive his actual vehicle. Too up much to the, charisma. His, his actual limo that he owns. <laughs> Michael Costello enters the house to dress the one lucky lady for the one-on-one date, and he reveals, like you mentioned, that the one-on-one date is for Ellen. No date guard. No date guard. We're done. You know, uh, note about Faith. Faith is all. Uh, Faith's a little too woe is me for yeah. her situation. She's always like, the first impression rose was a long time ago. It was not Faith. You it can't wasn't. fool me. It was not long ago. It was two days ago, max. <laughs> it wasn't long ago at all. You get an early rose. You haven't had to sweat at any point. I don't want Gary's, to hear Faith. Gary is also giving you confirmation of your relationship constantly. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. I'm over the faith. What was me? You're right about that. What a voice. <laughs> Cut to Gary outside. Already over it. He's over it while I'm still getting Well, the it's time to move on, Rim. We can't can't cry over spilt milk, Rim. <laughs> That's true. As Gary will say. Listen, Joan was a hoot. But we do move on. <laughs> this was big for your Ellen stock. You pre- you were higher on Ellen than I was. She got kind mm-hmm. of the pseudo pretty woman date with the dress. She got the date the... where you get the dresses in the bags, the gifts. But I don't think she got bags. I didn't and see I don't any know bags. If she keeps her dress. Do you think she got to keep all those dresses? No. Did she think she got that? to keep? Do you think she got to keep the one dress she wore? I don't think so. She might have stole it. I'd have stolen it. Th- what are they? Do you do? think she got to keep the jewelry? Well, the jewelry was presented her. to her, yes. I believe she gets to keep that. Neil Lane. Okay. So it's something. She got earrings. Yeah. But it's not the full it's not the full bags date that we're used to. Mm-hmm. The infamous bags the date. Gary date. doesn't want everyone to feel jealous. Gary doesn't want people to feel jealous. He said, you know, here's some earrings. Don't tell Don't show these to anybody. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> that's they the wanted to do the pretty woman day, and Gary put the kibosh Gary on. Gary didn't let it happen, yeah. How about Ellen's one-on-one date? What'd you make of this? Um, there wasn't a lot here, Ren. They sat down for dinner. It kind of reminded me of the first date. Gary talks about how broke he was. Didn't have two nickels to our name. Couldn't even rub them together. No dinner, by the way. They're just on a bench. They also then talk... Yeah, they were. And then they talk about how they met their spouses in their wedding days. And that was That's that. That's it. That was it. That was the conversation. Gary referenced Ellen being no longer married i think ellen might be our first confirmed divorce rather than yeah not widow so shout out to the non-widows out there on the show that's what i picked up and then the neil lane earrings as you mentioned Mm -hmm. and then a hot air balloon in a beautiful setting perhaps the dates are so short because they all need to take place in a one hour window where the sun is golden because this was Golden Hour eyes. Gary once again. You, Gary will only offer an outdoor rose if the sun is just right. <laughs> and he did on have the hot ever, air balloon. Have you ever been kissed at 100 feet? Gary the slide dog, Gary. You, think, you thought he had one <laughs> or two lines. My man, line. Gary. He's got lines for no, every. He's got, he's got lines for every occasion. Back at the house. Is Teresa entitled? Or is she getting a bad edit? The, the, question, the questions are being raised by Kathy, by asking, by You Ren. asking, I'm telling. Yeah, I'm asking, asking, and I want to know. <laughs> asking, we need you to tell us. Who is Teresa really? Did you have an issue with her going on and on to Kathy about how the date was in the kitchen? 
the kind of the off-camera moment? In the moment, not a big deal. But if she'd been having those type of conversations more, if that wasn't the first time she'd said something like that, yeah, that's annoying. Get the fuck it, out of here. Does Talking it rise to the- I get it. Also, it wasn't even, what was it? Is it two days ago? Probably. Like, why are you still talking about that? So yeah, I guess I do have a problem with it. <laughs> now that I've talked Sounds it like out. you got yourself worked up there. I was going <laughs> to ask, does this you rise to the I'm level telling. of? Does it rise to the level of I need to tell Gary about this behavior? And I, I think you think, started off to yourself thinking no, but I think you convinced yourself. I think that I've you talked would myself into it. And then I'm just using clues. I've used clues that I've gathered. Then she. Ta- I just think Teresa talks too much about her date. I don't think she does it. I don't think she's doing it maliciously. I just I don't think, think she's so doing it in an annoying way. She does it later. Immediately yeah. after <laughs> that was a funny scene. <laughs> being confronted, she does it again. So yeah, I think she's probably just always talking about that date, and people are tired of it. Yeah. So I'm on their side. Are you asking? I'm telling. Uh, Teresa gossips about her own life, and mm-hmm. Kathy is the aggregator of such gossip. Mm-hmm. Kathy thinks Teresa thinks she's got this with Gary. So Teresa tells Kathy. Gary asked her if. Let me get. Let me see if I'm getting this right. Mm-hmm. Teresa tells Kathy that on the on her one-on-one date with Gary, Gary asked her if she wanted to travel. Mm-hmm. I think that's not what happened. From what, what I saw, Teresa asked Gary. Gary didn't bring up the traveling. Teresa asked Gary about the traveling. I call her treacherous Teresa. Oh, wow. wow. Two sides of Teresa. Both sides of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Rim and AB, honorary members of Askin. Well, yeah, that's part of it. We're here I want to be in Askin so bad that I'm taking <laughs> Kathy's like crooked Kathy. I'm teaming up with her. <laughs> We're here to tell you, Teresa's been not so You're truthful. kind of running her yap a little bit, if you were to ask me and talking ask about, Talking about things out of turn a little bit, <laughs> yeah. if you're asking. <laughs> Crooked Kathy thinks that Teresa is a little too cocky with the roses. Mm-hmm. At one point, Kathy got up and left a group setting in tears. I'm not sure why. No one, <laughs> Everyone seemed to be unclear. <laughs> but I thought, geez. <laughs> Jealousy becoming a real factor here, A.R.A.B. No, and no surprise. When you see the gold man strolling in with the suede slip-ons, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tensions are just going to boil over. It's a natural reaction. <laughs> hey. When he's giving that top-notch speech, the feelings are just going to start getting hurt, Rim. Mm-hmm. The love is going to be real for this man. It's already there for me. Yeah. Cocktail party. How about April's announcement? To start April, kind of coming out of left field and over the top. With uh, <laughs> I think her point was, if we have an, uh, an intimate moment, a discussion with Gary, have some respect for both parties. Don't interrupt. Quote, keep your mm-hmm. mouth shut. That was a broad umbrella. Keep your mouth shut to no one in particular. But I think it was directed I think we know towards Teresa. This was, uh, you know... April hasn't gotten much screen time this episode, and she's feeling it. Let <laughs> yeah, she... me insert myself into this. That's nothing to do with me. April sees she's no longer the the pot. You know, they're not the coming to pusher. interview me anymore. They haven't exactly. even came up to interview me this week. What's going on here? Am I losing losing my touch? Keep your mouth shut. Just a general <laughs> <Congress. Threat>. Yeah. <laughs> Faith and Gary's one-on-one time was the first time I felt like we might be witnessing 
fake interest from a contestant mm. or, 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 or from, embellished from interest. Faith, it seemed like she was putting on a little bit of a show. Wow. It's just what I felt. I, I do have my eyes on Faith for not the same reasons that I have my eyes on Ellen. Yeah. I will say that. The opposite reasons. The opposite reasons. So that feeds into that. I, I caught it. I saw this. I go, seems like we're on the fun. same page. Who's Faith talking to? Is she talking to Gary? Is she talking to the audience? Who's she, who's she, she here talking for? to America? Is she yeah. talking to us? Talking to the producers? Who are you talking to? Don't take advantage of Gary's trusting for? ways. Yeah. Faith.com. Check out Spotify Faith. It's probably she didn't have her damn yeah. microphone out. It's probably she, it's her, probably her, she didn't have a QR code on her dress. Anyway, Gary rode a motorcycle back in the day. That's really all you need to know, fact-wise, and a kiss. Well, not just he rode a motorcycle. He would occasionally just, you know, step outside, hop on the motorcycle, fill it up with gas, just and then go, he'd flip man. a coin. Yeah. Wouldn't even pick up the coin. He'd just let it hit the ground, and then he'd take off. Whatever. One way would be east. One way would be west. That's Gary. <laughs> Ever heard of just hitting the open road rim? Dudes with motorcycles? Old dudes, <laughs> they just hit the open they road. They just fucking hit the open road. It's not a joke. They, <laughs> they just, just drive. go. They, they just, just go. go. Figure it out when you get there. <laughs> he said, I flipped a coin, and that would tell me if I'm going east or west. Yeah. <laughs> That's Gary. <laughs> April, uh, Teresa confronts April after that vague, keep your mouth yeah, shut. Yeah, and April's threat. like, hey, you, I was just trying to get some screen time. I have nothing <laughs> yeah, to do with really this you know, I, I I apologize. I really shouldn't have stuck my nose in there. I don't even know what's going on. I just said that because I wanted to get on the TV a little bit. Don't no, don't no. pay me any mind. I will tell you though, Kathy is the Kathy's one. The one she's talking crazy <laughs> on your name. That ain't me. <laughs> Kathy's talking all sorts of stuff out here. Yeah. You wouldn't believe what she's saying. She backed down. You heard about asking. <laughs> They're really talking. And I'm part of it technically, but Have it's mostly just the so I don't get voted out so early. Have you heard about it? Yeah. April backed down immediately. Of course. She has nothing to do with this. She doesn't want this, these problems. My favorite part of this uh, whole episode was mid-confessional. Teresa was explaining the situation. She was stating what was happening, the drama of the cocktail party. And mid-explanation, she caught herself and she was like, this is so stupid. I can't believe I'm in this situation. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to be part of this dating show yeah. Reality TV conflict. Why am I involved with this? It just hit her. <laughs> and I thought I thought it would be a watershed moment because how, you know, the question would be how do these people react to the drama? And the answer turned out to be kind of the same. The same. the same. Same as when they were younger. <laughs> same. Yeah. Tears. Tears. Upset feelings. Laying on the uh, stairwell. That's about it. Yeah. That's how it goes. No matter what the age. That's how it is. What about Kathy and Gary's interaction? Kathy goes to Gary. She has a picture of her dad. She talks to Gary about how hard it's been in the house. This results... Are we going to talk about this straight up or are we going to pretend to be part of Askin? Are we giving our real opinions or are we going to do a fake... Uh, I'm an Askin, Askin man. Okay. I'm an Askin man through and through. Card carrying. Card carrying Askin man. Yeah. So I, right. I will be speaking the rest of this... Season, Season. Man, through an Askin lens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She says she talks to Gary about how hard it's been in the house. Gary says, you know what? Let me get to the bottom of this. 
Is there someone in particular I need to look out for? She doesn't name names, Rim. Mm-mm. Well, that's asking 101. But she does give him a little breadcrumb, cr- Rim. What was the breadcrumb? I think what you initially see isn't always what it is. She was the initial date, Rim. Oh, okay. All right. Gary picks just up a, on that. Just a little, just a little something. I'm not going to give you a name, but who do you initially like the most? It was either the first impression, Rose, or the first date. So she left well, a little breadcrumb there. You're, if you're an women, maybe be, both. Faith is also, yeah, something suspect there. Maybe she meant it to put to bring doubt to both of those two. But I think I oh, think two she, birds, one stone from the asking leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there was I think there was something to what she said behind the scenes. You got to read between the lines with Kathy. You had to peel away the to layers, see what yeah. was really meant there, and I think Gary might have picked up on it. Typically, when a contestant tells a lead, oh, someone's behaving poorly in the house, mm-hmm. I won't tell you who it is, the lead gets frustrated and does more investigating. Gary's reaction was, thank you so much for putting my feelings ahead of your own. Thank you. <laughs> to the point where he offered her some sort of mid-season first impression roast. He <laughs> gave her a rose in the middle of the cocktail party. Immediately for no, basically no reason. Thanks for being nice. Thanks for telling me things were going bad. I want to make you feel better. This was a, I want to make you feel better, Rose. Gary doesn't like upsetting people. I have no idea if he has any connection with her, but he gave her a rose because she's feeling down on herself. You be Kathy. Okay. The leader of Askin. Yeah. I feel a different way than I yeah, did, you do. did a couple you of moments ago. You, did, you <laughs> positioned yourself in a more authoritative manner. <laughs> I posture. Yes? Went up. What, yes, can, I, come what on can you do for me? <laughs> come on in. Yeah. Have a seat. Approach. Are <laughs> <laughs> you thrown? Come I'm forward, please. <laughs> Kathy, would you accept this rose? <laughs> the Gary's off today. All right. Now, what did Kathy do? You be Kathy. I don't. What did she do? I don't even remember. She, nothing, she was just crying. She uh, cried and nodded her head. She goes, oh, okay. Can't do that. <laughs> and I'm Gary again. Oh, my goodness. That's how he <laughs> handed her the rose. Goes, oh, my. My goodness. You're so touched. When Kathy comes back into the room with this rose, the place goes fucking berserk. They lose. It was like a stone cold surprise return. Where'd you they get that bonkers. rose? They went nuts. Oh, it's Kathy! Yeah. Asking going crazy. <laughs> Asking going bananas. Gosh, they were stunned. We up. We back we, up. And uh, <laughs> Teresa looked like Vince McMahon. Shocked. It was like when, when Shane came back. What have I gotten myself into? I've created a monster. <laughs> I do want to point out that Kathy got this rose and then shared details about her conversation with Gary. Some might even say she was a, a tinge braggadocious. Would you say she was braggadocious, Rim? I'm just saying. That's a glass that's a houses. Fair, that's a fair assessment. Well, don't tell your fellow Askin members. <laughs> How about when uh, Teresa pulled Kathy aside? Teresa pulls her immediately. Kathy, as you know, isn't going to sugarcoat it, Rim. Oh, my god. You made gosh. me feel bad. You made me feel like I should just leave, and your connection is better than mine. Teresa's stunned to find this out. I had no idea. I think Teresa just is talking about her feelings, and she isn't really thinking about how that might make other people feel. 
she, I don't think she had any idea. I felt bad I don't for think Teresa. Teresa here. I felt she crossed any line. I don't think so either. And I don't think but, she actually. But she was apologetic. Yes, no, she I don't was. think so. Probably not either. But oh. here we are asking members. There's nothing we can do at this point. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out asking. Get me out. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what I'm like, holding the line. Uh, reverse initiation. I need to get out of. But I don't. <laughs> I went out of this game. Well, it's one of those things. Once you're in asking, you can't get out That's of asking. Well, I'm going to snitch. I'm going to get going to witness asking protection. I came around to this whole time. I was like, yeah, Teresa is being a little braggadocious. Mm-hmm. After this interaction, I thought, all right, Kathy, pump you the brakes relax, a little bit. Kathy. This is not that serious. You're, you're being now. a little, yeah. it's a little much. It was a little much. Even I can admit that. Yeah, well... You and I can admit she was being a little much on that staircase. She treated the situation as if she were an authority figure, and they are. That's not the case. She they they are equals. Her and they're equals Teresa. here. Yeah, cast members. She was tisk tisking. Yeah, Teresa. You don't tisk tisk Teresa. So she heads upstairs to cry. Faith checking on her. The wrong reasons duo. Faith and Teresa. <laughs> what did you think when Gary checked in? Of course, Gary came in. Whenever he finds out someone's sad, he's going to come find you immediately. He's, he's got a stop radar to it. for it. I'm surprised he didn't have a rose with him, to be honest. <laughs> he probably keeps him in a fanny pack that is actually <laughs> at his behind. <laughs> Pulls him out. <laughs> Teresa explains to him that people thought she was boastful. Gary says, you know what? If you don't think you were boastful, I'd just let it go. Gary, Mr. Smooth it over. Mr. Conflict resolution. Yeah. That's Mr. Is not here for the disturbances mm-hmm. or the drama. That's not what he's here for. He's not here. He's not going to waste the any rumors. time. The rumors. Mm-mm. Nope. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Tense rose ceremony. Oh my goodness. I didn't I didn't think so. Oh. The speech Did from you Gary t- was a little more curt than usual. It was well, let's get down to business. The fun and games are over. Sometimes you have to put your foot down. Gently. Not too not too, but you have to the have a souls. stern voice. Occasionally Gary's gotta have a stern tone to him. Let him know he's serious. He's a great tone setter. Mm-hmm. Already have Rose's Ellen from a one-on-one. 
Joan had a technically group date rosebud left. And then Crooked Kathy, the cocktail party cheater rose, uh, which is a, which isn't categorized. It wasn't a date rose. It was a comfort rose. It's a one of a kind comfort rose. The rest of the roses go Faith, who seems to think she's on the on her way out the door. Every time we talk to her, she gets the first. Yeah, rose. I'm annoyed by that. We're all annoyed by Sandra, Leslie, Nancy. Nancy's still here, asking intact. Susan, April, keep an eye on April. She delivered a cheek kiss at the rose ceremony. Inappropriate. Mm. Against the rules. Have a little <laughs> class. A little decorum, if you don't mind. And then Teresa, with a smile on his face. Gary is not conflicted about keeping Teresa, as some leads might be. There's no kissing in the rose room. Usually. But there's plenty of kissing here. There's been lip kisses from people that have left. In the rose room. That's true. Cheek kisses are fair game, I think, here. Breaking new ground. You're probably right. With Gary. (laughs) No roses are Edith and Christina. Explain this. Explain the post-rose ceremony situation with Kathy and Teresa. I mean, this was... uh... Well, Teresa is... Trying to squash it. I think she's trying to squash things, trying to cool things over with, with Kathy... Maybe, you know, take, get the dogs off me. Pull the dog, yeah. pull, you know. I'm nice. We can be friendly. Yeah, we can be friends still. This isn't, I don't hate you still. But while she's anyway, doing anyway, that. Anyway, Gary put his hand on the small of my back. <laughs> while she's doing that, she does say something that can be seen as a little braggy. As she talks about Gary being in her room that almost floors Kathy. Kathy's like, this is what I'm talking about, Teresa. You're oversharing things that'll make people feel bad. And I think it's just a it's just a situation where Teresa doesn't it's just talking. Yeah. She likes to talk about what's going on in her life. She trusts Kathy. Feels their friends. I don't even per, know if I can she share kn- some details. She might with just you. I think she might just be the type of person that just shares overshares with everybody. Perhaps. I don't think she trusts Kathy in any way. I just think she likes talking to people about things in her life. Yeah. That's a tough that's way to pay. That's a, I believe that's accurate. It's a strange yeah. reason to use to hate someone. But yeah, here we are. <laughs> I think Kathy was going to take umbrage with almost anything Teresa said here. Probably. And she is, Kathy is mixing shit up. The quote she ends with is, I can't figure out if she's dumb as a rock or if she knows exactly what she's doing. Wow. Strong words from what has been a wholesome show to this point. She is not Mrs. Turner yet. I like the drama of this episode. However, I don't like that we ended with it. I don't want there to Mm. be a conflict cliffhanger. I want to feel only good after watching this show. Now we're going to carry this over into next week, and maybe it's nothing, but I've... Maybe it'll just be gone I want want to feel happy. I don't want to feel like these two people are fighting. I hear you. But for the record, you are Team Kathy. Yes. Un- ironically, Team Kathy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I am. <laughs> I mean, listen, you're talking to me. I just talked to you. I, I, I just sternly <laughs> talked to you about oversharing things that we don't want to hear about you and Gary's relationship. The timing that you shouldn't share some certain yeah. things. <laughs> and then here you are. Here you are telling me about Gary being in your sleeping quarters. Yeah, I got, I, on paper. 
I just talked to you. <laughs> you remember that conversation on the stairwell where you were crying? You were crying. And I was, I was talking to you sternly. I Some told you very, I was talking to you very members? bluntly. I was bluntly telling you my concerns. Not to do that. And anymore. here you are doubling down with the same type of things right to my face. It was funny yeah. that Teresa thought this would be a solution. This would bridge <laughs> <Yeah>. the gap. <laughs> yeah. Well, when Gary was in my room and we were yeah. snuggling up. Don't, don't worry. He comforted me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know how he does. You know how he does that thing you know, to your ear? You know, you know how Gary gets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course. She's going to presume someone knows something about Gary and they won't. They won't. Pickleball next week. The preview for next week, someone breaks their ankle. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Wait, for real? <laughs> yeah. That, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it's a real broken ankle, but they're holding their ankle and they go, I think I broke my ankle. <laughs> God. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, so we're going to be airlifting people in and out of the villages, uh, I think. No, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. That was a risk they took. <laughs> yeah. Not all these people are pickleball players, Rip. <laughs> I think they literally all are. I think all of them actually are. (laughs) Or it might be somebody trying to show off. One of them, her occupation is like pickleball captain they put under her name. So I would guess that person would try to show off. Oh, man. Good to be a good episode. Yeah. I can't wait for pickleball. I can't wait to see what Gary can do out there on the court. Yeah. Really? You know, he's got range and stamina and, you know, length. Of course. He's a really exciting prospect. Gary (laughs) Wimbanyama. I have power rankings. Staying faithful to that. Okay. Ellen has entered my power rankings at number four. After that one-on-one date, though it was, I don't know, 42 seconds long, he chose her to go on a one-on-one date. Couple that with the wedding photo. Oh, and the earrings. Don't throw away the earrings. Ellen at number four. Number three, same spot as last week, Leslie. Number two, down one spot, Teresa. I'm team Teresa on this Teresa Kathy thing, but I did see some, you know, a little bit of entitlement from Teresa. And I think once Gary gets a hint of that, once he gets a, is that entitlement? I mean, that's (laughs) going to be hard for her to come back from. I get whiffs of entitlement in the room. Number one, almost by default, is Faith. Even though I mentioned, I think maybe she is a little embellishing of her feelings towards Gary. There's no doubt he likes what he sees. And she's not uh, mucked up in any drama as of yet. No, she kind of stays out of it. I agree. Well, she's too busy. Want some quick practicing. Want some headlines, Rim? Yes, I do. And should show you how the Golden Batch is going. Of ratings it's through the US, roof, I've seen that. USA Today, the Golden Bachelor Review, with age comes wisdom, dot, 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 and better TV. From wow. uh, The Gavel, the new age of reality TV, introducing the, the Golden Bachelor. Yeah. Unlike any Bachelor seen before, it says. From Vox, the Golden Bachelor's Gary is the best Bachelor yet. Yeah. It's a smash hit, folks. <laughs> it's a smash. It's a smash. It's a smash hit. The actual ratings are big, too. I think they're around 5 million. Are they big ratings? Big. Way, way more people are watching. I think more than a million people. A million more people are watching The Golden Bachelor than watch this last season The Bachelor. 
Granted, it's fall, more TV, but still. Makes yeah. sense. Makes total sense. It's on a better night, too. And better, uh, just, a, you know, new audience potential. Yeah. And it's better. It's better. You can't forget about it being better. It's better. <laughs> I did that. I, it's better. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I am. And it's only we, an hour. We will see. It's only an hour. We will see if the audience loses the appetite for the sugary, happy-go-lucky only thing. Mm. So that's why I think they're probably interspersing some drama to change the pace a little bit, but it's a great show. Just seeing here uh, an article from Us Magazine or Us Weekly or whatever, Joan gave a nice little tell-all interview. Mm. Golden Bachelorette talk. Yeah, I was going to say, interesting. She's making the rounds? Just something to, <laughs> just something to keep an eye on, Rem. <laughs> I got some golden mailbag responses. 773-234-7794. Heather says, I can't say enough good things about The Golden Bachelor. It's the best thing this franchise has done in a while. But I do wonder about the choice to air it back-to-back -back with Bachelor in Paradise. The authenticity earnestness and genuine moments between Gary and these women make everything that happens in paradise all the more ridiculous in my eyes and not in a fun way. To be fair, I didn't watch Sack or Charity season, so I'm unfamiliar with most of the cast, but after the wonderful hour of TV that is Golden Bachelor, it's hard to want to sit through two more hours that consist of so much petty drama. Anyway, curious if other Rosecast listeners feel the same. Thank you, Heather. Sarah in Pittsburgh. I was re-listening to old episodes of the Rosecast and noticed how many times production, the production of the show is a topic of your conversations. Did the producers mm -hmm. orchestrate something? Are we seeing all the conversations? Are conversations spliced out in order to fit the timeline, etc.? All were valid questions, but you have not mentioned that nearly as much as Golden Bachelor, and it's refreshing. I agree. It's nice to just feel like you're watching genuine conversations between nice people who are all there for the right reasons. I'm loving this season because it's a breath of fresh air compared to the smothering, or I love that word, smothering orchestrated drama of recent seasons that didn't end in happy endings. I second rim mm. that this is a desert island franchise show, right in front of Listen to Your Heart for me, and would gladly watch Golden Bachelorette from Gary's season. Just my thoughts. Thank you, Sarah. Yes, AB. You have to remember, in terms of producers being able to control things, you're going to be a lot less likely to control a 70 or how old is he? Like 65? What is he? 70? Gary's, Gary's 72. Most of them are between 60 and 70. Okay. It's going to be a lot harder to control 60 to 70 year olds and get them to do stupid shit mm -hmm. or make them make a decision than it is a 25 year old who is looking to become an influencer who this is their yeah. big break. It's going to be a lot harder to control Gary. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be the same. That's why you're seeing it. Or with the people on the regular cast, they have an incentive to form relationships with production so that they can go on Paradise, so they can go on another season, they can do all this other stuff. I think the only person who has uh, worked with production in that way so far is uh, Crooked Kathy on this episode. Well, yeah, I'll stir the pot. I'll stir the maybe April. I think April's an independent actor. I think April's out there on her own <laughs> doing what April wants to do. And I want to see more of it. I want to see April kissing him at inappropriate times in group settings and saying things that put people on edge. I think you're probably right about April. That's just her. April doesn't know there's cameras around. She's just doing her. 
Thank you, Sarah. Erica from Hamilton, Ontario. I felt really sad hearing Nancy talk about her husband passing away. She's only 60 and said it was 12 years ago, meaning he Not died really. when he, she was about 48, which is super young. I'm loving this season and have weeped every episode so far, which is a sight to see since I'm usually on the spin bike while watching. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> Steve from Naperville, I'm amazed by how emotionally invested I've become in this cast. If producers hurt any of these sweet people with their typical shenanigans, I believe Bachelor Nation will rise up and ride at dawn. Just when I thought things might take a catty turn, they start complimenting each other. Is it too soon to predict which lady might make a great golden bachelorette? Question mark. Uh, Steve followed that up 25 minutes later with, oh crap, I spoke too soon in a separate text. Thank you, Steve. Evan from Oklahoma, I'm, I'm loving watching The Golden Bachelor and the recaps. The angel on my shoulder wants the whole season to be wholesome and loving, but the devil on the other side is waiting for Room and AB to inevitably turn on the lead in week six, which is always mm -hmm. my favorite part of most seasons. Evan, now this Evan, ain't happening, buddy. We will, if we turn on Gary, we just won't put the episodes out. It's not <laughs> happening. Although I die before I, I die before I disparage the G-Man, the Golden Gary himself. <laughs> the Golden Gary. No chance. The Golden G-Man. <laughs> there ain't no chance in hell you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> that would be funny. It would be super funny to turn on Gary, though. There's Obviously, Evans, it'd be Evans funny. has got that right. 773-234-7794. Next week's question. Who among the current contenders do you feel has the best connection with gary what do you see that's real here are you buying Teresa? are you buying him and ellen are you buying him in faith i'd like to know or some or some dark horse there's only like nine i think there's nine people left seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four we'll be at fantasy suites before you know it hometowns <sighs> hometowns i skipped ahead i wonder if gary will be good with their grandchildren and children wonder if Gary will impress their friends. wonder if we're going to meet any ex-husbands. I hope a living ex-husband is there and is on good terms and uh, is part of the hometown. I wouldn't mind that. I would love that. Hey. Oh, Jerry. Well, I'm Gary. Pleasure. <laughs> Anything else, A.B.? I don't think so. Another great episode. Indeed. Smash it of the fall. Easy smash it. I say that easily. Easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smash it's great. <laughs> it's great. Paradise recap coming tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.